Johnson. Hi, I'm Jesse Northcutt. I'm Stacia Toffmeyer. And this is our podcast for government. Um, so today we're talking about what we um, what we think is good and bad regarding the presidents that we've had in our past, <laughs> and what um, our good qualities regarding their um, their economic and social um, approach while they were serving and a couple verses that we chose were um psalm 37 7 and psalm 37 16 through 17 this is a really important thing to look at because it shows us the qualities that we want in future presidents um and we see that by looking at the presidents of the past and what we like and what we dislike it can also show us like not to repeat past mistakes so if we look at the other president's past mistakes then we can look at the qualities and from the future that the president will like what we don't want the president to do exactly all right moving on so what is the role of the president in the federal government like what's the point of having a president um so we've come to find that basically the president is the one who manages the government um he approves and vetoes bills um he is the main guy to enforce the laws um and represent the citizens specifically his political party um he has several roles including the chief diplomat the chief executive the head of state and the commander-in-chief um and with the president we see um he has different powers different powers expressed and implied Mm -hmm. so expressed powers are um uh, the, ex- the specific express powers of the president, which are the powers that are listed in the Constitution, is that the president commands the armed forces. He's considered to be the commander-in-chief, and he also enforces laws. The implied powers that are not specifically listed in the Constitution for the president is that he has executive privilege. He can give out executive orders. He controls the legislative initiative as well as he shapes the political agenda and he is allowed to appoint um, the different judges. You'll also notice with a lot of the implied powers that it tends to be more on a social ground. So like he does seem to like control more of the social things when it's applied. Um, But yeah, so now what does the Bible say about good and godly leadership? Like how does, um, how can a president reflect the biblical worldview that we have? So in the Bible, we see different biblical figures that are kind of like our guide to what a good leader should look like. These different figures are like Abraham, Moses, Noah, and even Paul. And they're just really good people to look at when you're considering what a good leader looks like. Um, So basically, things that we've talked about in class, um, we are to respect our leaders regardless of our um, emotional um, how, we, how we feel in the <laughs> yeah, how we, how yeah. we feel about them um, and so back to the verses that I mentioned earlier Psalm 37 7 says be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him do not fret when people succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes and um, regardless of political party um, you we all have our own opinions on leaders um, currently and in the past where in the end God's in control and that's especially what we need to focus on right now um, and then Psalm 37 16 through 17 says better that 
better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Um, Alright, so to get into the more opinion type questions, um, question one was, which president do we believe that is the most, or has been the best influence on our country, or been the best president? So, do you want to start, or? I can start. Okay. So, I chose uh, John F. Kennedy. He was the 35th president of the United States, serving from 1961 to 1963. Um, he was born in Brooklyn, Massachusetts, uh, on May 29, 1917. He served as a Democratic congressman in Boston, and he was a part of the Senate, uh, and he eventually became the 1960 nominee for president. Um, some of the things that he did while he was president is that he introduced different economic programs that um, that made put America on track for the longest lasting expansion since the time of World War II, which is a really big accomplishment because it was an expansion that didn't stop. It just it really continued, which was new. Um, he wanted to slow down the arms race, which led to the Test Ban Treaty of 1963, and unfortunately he was assassinated on November 22nd, 1963. Um, a reason why I think he's a really good leader is he advocated for the ideals that so many of the American people really wanted to see, um, and it's who they want to be. And so they want to see that in a leader, and John F. Kennedy really portrayed that in how he um, ran the country. Another thing is that he had really great qualities that the people just liked. Like, he had, he was very good-looking, good he was charming, <laughs> yes, his looks matter, he, and, and people just, they really honed in on that, they really liked that. <laughs> Um, he basically reflected the ideal American, his family, like it, yeah. people just really liked that. Um, another thing are his, um, leadership skills were really, really good. He, he was very enthusiastic, confident, he was energetic, and he had a lot of charisma. And at, in his time as president, these really shined through in all the things that he did. And it really, I think it really helped him as a president. Um some questions that I want to ask you guys is, do you think that Kennedy was more of a pretty face or a powerful leader? I think he was both, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. he was a powerful leader with his words and, like, he was able to sway them. And his pretty face just kind of, like, made people gravitate towards him. I guess especially women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, like, yeah, I guess he had both. Like, I think his looks helped. Yes, it helped, like, gain support. I think, like you said, with the family, uh, like the American ideal, that's yeah. something that people really... Especially uh, during the Cold War. Yeah, like, like that's what you look to because if you're scared, you're like, oh, like that's a sense of security. And with media as well, if you're a pretty face, then it kind yeah. of shines a better light. Exactly. Hera, do you want to Okay. Um... Oh, I have one more question. Okay. 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 Do you think that Kennedy would have had the same effect on the American people if he had been president today? And then I put, think about the role of the media in the president's life today. So right now, how the media plays a huge role in how the president is portrayed. Do you think that Kennedy would have had the same 
kind of well technically Kennedy, yeah. Kennedy did have some media because he he has on the first televised debate so mm-hmm. if he he wasn't televised he probably wouldn't have won the debate because you know how the, everyone was saying like yeah. Nixon probably would have won but they saw how confident Kennedy was yeah mm-hmm. so by seeing him I think that kind of helped him so the media kind of helped him in that way compared to today and how today, how I, insane the media can yeah. be True. Do you think that do you think that things from his past would have been picked out? And oh yeah, definitely. Like that? I I think I disagree. It depends on political party, especially especially now. I believe that people are so divided um, in like Republican Democrat that if you're not pushing the agenda of the Democrat side, then you'll be looked down upon in any way possible. Like things from like 20 years ago will be found out about and um so yeah and he was democrat yeah like today it doesn't really matter like who's the best for the job it, like i feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. more might matter if social issues yes if you support abortion then the majority yeah. may or may not if i didn't mention you. that kennedy was a democrat yeah yes he is a democrat yes <laughs> okay um so i chose donald trump he's our current president and that's still kind of being debated right now he's served um from 2016 maybe another term we don't know um he's basically a very experienced businessman um he's the first billionaire to be elected to the white house i did not know that um and basically he was a democrat and um what kind of him, what made him gain popularity with the conservative side is when he would publicly question if Obama was actually a, a natural-born U.S. citizen. Um, he basically with, withdrew from several um, agreements or plans that were from the Obama administration, such as the Paris Climate Agreement and the um, Trans-Pacific Partnership um, and he also renegotiated NAFTA. Um, those were a few things that were interesting. And also the Black Lives Matter movement was, this year, very huge. Um, COVID, all the things that he's done to um, protect all of us from COVID, basically sitting down by himself. Um, so, I have a few reports that I, I've, that kind of, are proof that he has done a lot of good things for the country. And I tried to find sources that were usually um, media sites that talk trash about him (laughs) because it's hard to find a middle ground. So I did my best too. So basically employment, um, the PBS NewsHour confirmed that this is the best labor market since 1969. CNN um, also claims that there's been a 40% increase in the stock market. Um, 284,000 jobs were um, created in 2018. Corporate taxes were cut within his first two years in office. Um, And those are a couple of the many that there are. And so that was a few good things that he's done. Um, my first reason on why I believe he is a good president is my personal opinion on abortion. Um, um, and basically he did all he could to block federal funds for abortion and cut um, funding 
for Planned Parenthood. Um, basically, he did this through the Mexico City policy. Um, he signed a resolution overturning the Obama rule regarding the Title X Family Planning Fund. Um, he ended the funding of UNFPA, which is basically um, funding what China does in the one child only policy. Um, and his appointment of Kavanaugh, ACB, and Gorsuch were also huge for um, the pro life movement. Yes. Um, and very controversial. Yes, it's, it is very controversial. Um, a second reason was regarding um, his immigration policy, um, just based on things going like um, human trafficking is a big example of what he is openly um, against. Um, he's increased drug, drug detection at the borders, um, and he's helped um, start or try to finish the wall, which was, I think, first started by or someone, a past president. Um, and the third is also tied into the abortion, sort of, but more religious. Um, he's been um, someone who supports Christianity. Um, for example, when he um, appointed Neil Gorsuch, Gorsuch um, and he's very open about freedom of religion, whereas the Clintons called it freedom of worship, which ultimately means that you can worship in your building, but not in public, whereas Trump is openly someone who prays and praises God. Um, he's against ISIS and has made sure that several um, Christian countries can be celebrating Christmas this year, for example. Um, and he's against the Johnson Amendment, which basically shuts up pastors um, and other religi religious leaders to not speak about politics, which I think is a huge part of what the church is supposed to do, um, especially now. So I was going to ask you guys, um, even though he's... Oh, okay. Well, a couple things I want you guys to consider is... Um, what he's done for the LGBTQ community, where he's kind of pushing that Christians should have a better voice and all these different things. But on the other hand, he's kind of, which is also a controversy in the church, but me personally, I don't support their agenda. So for him to be helping things like the marriage and all of that, what do you guys think? I think... I think you can look at it with like, oh, like why does he support that? But also it makes sense because if he didn't think of what would happen, mm -hmm. like how powerful a community like that is yeah. and it's just really polarizing. So I think that maybe behind closed doors he might not support it, but as far as like what people know. It's kind of, okay, it's leading into what President I chose, Reagan. He had the Reagan Coalition, which is like combining both the parties, like getting a, a lot of support from different viewpoints. That's kind of like what he did, or he's trying to do. He's like not just singling out one group, like helping them. He's doing multiple. So, yeah. Leading into my present, <laughs> I chose Ronald Reagan, and he served from 1981 to 1989, I think. And um, it was towards the end of the Cold War. There were very strained relations with the, the Middle East. And, um, he used to be an actor, actually. He was in over 50 movies, um, and that's how he met his wife, Nancy Reagan. But, um, <laughs> so anyway, 
um, one of the main things that he was um, prominent for as a president is his economic his economic um, laws that he enforced because he really brought up the economy and fixed it after um, it like got, got brought down and he also second reason is he um, kept the longest period of peacetime from kept the longest period of peacetime from um, uh, since World War I think since World War One, but anyway, he kept the peace and he strengthened um, America's um, army. And yes, he strengthened America's army, um, America's economy, and he also had a lot of support from a lot of people, as I said before. Um, he was treasured by both Democrats and Republicans. In fact, he actually was a Democrat before he was a Republican, um, so he's kind of affiliated with both sides of the party. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, um, so Reagan didn't have much of an influence, uh, he didn't have much of an influence on civil rights, I mean, I'm sure he supported it, but he didn't really, like, um, push for, like, African-American rights, do you think that made him a worse president, because he didn't support that much? I think that he focused on what was prominent in that time, you know, like, he kind of, he kind of hit on the key points of that time. Um, I think that you're right. There was other things that were a big issue, and I think also there was already other move like people below him were doing things, and kind of other just normal citizens were pushing for the civil rights. For my, the president that I think is a, a really good example of a bad slash ineffective leader is Richard M. Nixon. So Nixon during his presidency really did a lot of good stuff. He was, um, well let's do some background. So he was born in 1913 in California um, and he was also a part of Congress in California and he gained a seat in Senate in in the Senate in 1950. So some of the good things that he did is that he put an end to American fighting in Vietnam, which was a really big deal. Um, and then he was also an advocate for world sustainability. So I think that he was an example of a bad leader because he, during his presidency, he was involved in what was called the Watergate scandal, which was a big, like, um, it was the Democratic National Committee. Um, there was some, like, information that was trying to be had by Nixon and, like, his campaign team. And that was found out. He had to give up these recordings. And he basically just kind of, he kind of gave up because there was an, an impeachment process that was, um, you know, he was going to be impeached, which is just a trial, but he was going to be impeached. But he chose to step down, and instead of trying to kind of fix his image, he chose kind of the easy way out. So I think that's why he was an example of a bad president. Okay, so for my example, I did um, Obama, who was the 44th president. He served from 2009 to 2017. Um, he... Um, does he has some um, background in um, government? He was elected to the U.S. Senate in 2004, and um, 
He's the third African American to be elected to the to the body since the end of Reconstruction, which was in 1877. Um, so some good things that he did do in his service in his term. Um, he ended the 2008 recession. Um, he made the Affordable Affordable Care Act in 2010, um, which was basically giving um, insurance to people with pre-existing conditions. Um, he was also very big on global warming and climate change and all of that. So my first um, reason why I um, view Obama as a bad leader is his view um, or his policies on immigration. So th- this is a quote um, from him talking basically about the Republican Party. He says, amnesty is the immigration system we have today. Millions of people who live here without paying their taxes or playing by the rules, while, pil- while politicians use the issue to scare people and whip up votes at election time, basically saying that um, people who speak out on immigration are just scaring people to win their vote, when personally I believe that's not the case. Um, so something, an example of him enforcing um, his views are um, he expanded eligibility for the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, DACA, which offers protections to immigrants brought to the U.S. um, illegally as children. So I kind of think that's a huge issue, especially being in California where we see a lot of that happening. my second is the Benghazi um, scandal. So in two, 2012, there was the Benghazi attack, and critics say the military was not deployed when they could have been, and there wasn't enough security. And basically, Obama set a false narrative that um, it was a protest of an anti-Muslim video, which was hijacked by radicals, when um, it found out there was no video protest in Benghazi and heavy weaponry was used, which is, I think, pretty sketchy. Um, and the officials that were interviewed um, that were involved in that um, in that time said that there was only one 30-minute conversation with Obama and he went MIA for the next 11 hours and he said do whatever you need to do which as the role of commander-in-chief I think that's very irresponsible um, and it shows your lack of respect for the military which I take very personally um, and my third reason also relates to that, which was the 400 million and later more um, to Iran. It was in Tehran. Um, and apparently this is said to be the first installment of a $1.7 billion settlement in the Obama administration with Iran. Um, and basically there was um, press reports that quoted senior Iranian defense officials describing that that payment was um, a ransom payment. And it was not in U.S. dollars because transactions between the U.S. and Iran are illegal. So it had to be done some way. Um, So I wanted to ask you guys, like, what are your thoughts on that? I think you definitely... Yeah. I mean, I think if, if... If you know it's wrong, don't do it. That kind of principle. It's like so. Nixon. Like, yeah, like Nixon. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah, you should just, like, not... If it's going to hurt the U.S., like, you probably shouldn't, yeah. or at least put them in danger. You shouldn't do that. I think especially with his, like, um, army thing, or, like, like demilitarizing, or however mm-hmm. you say that, like, with the army, he probably should have, like, built the army up instead of, like, yeah. done that. So. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, the president I chose. Sorry about the noise. It's kind of out of our control. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Okay. So um, my president I chose was FDR or Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I think that's how you say his little name. Um, something like that. Something like that. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Um, he served uh, during the end of the Great Depression and the beginning of World War II. And he, the main reason I don't believe that he's a good president is because he didn't, and he gets a lot of the credit for the end of the Great Depression, but really he didn't end it. Um, the beginning of World War I did. So, if, and he's the kind of part of the reason we even started that war. And so, yeah, because he didn't really, he didn't end um, the Great Depression, so I don't think he did what he was planning to do. And he started a bunch of socialist ideas that a lot of the politicians today are using, and I don't feel like that's a great idea, or I don't feel like that has helped America. Um, especially Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is using... Bernie Sanders is using a lot... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bernie Sanders is using a lot of the ideas FDR used to use. Uh, while FDR might have not considered them socialist, I think Bernie, Sander do Bernie Sanders does, and they're using a lot of his ideas to, like... Um, justify why they're doing it. Um, my other reason is, um, let's see, he started um, the Japanese internment camps during World War II, which created a lot of racism. Yes, he started a lot of, yeah. Yeah, he, with, that, with those camps, that started a huge racist movement against Japanese Americans. And, um, yeah, it hasn't really even gone away to this day, but it was really bad back then, and um, they were being separated from their jobs, their homes, just to be put in camps. Yes, families, just to be put in camps, and it was only in specific regions, not just, like, Hawaii. So that is one, re one other reason I believe that FDR really wasn't a good president, because he instated racist things like that that are policies that made people more racist, I guess. So, yes, that is why I believe FDR was not a good president. Um. So, this is, I think that this is really important to talk about because us looking at the examples of good and bad presidents from the past help us to know what we want in a presidential candidate and a future president in the future, like who we want to vote for and all that when we're allowed to vote. And I think that that is just really, it's really good to research these people and see like the things that they did, the, the good that they did for America and the harm that they did yeah. for America. I think it's interesting too that it can't, it's not like black and white, like no president was ever truly good or truly bad, they both had like good and bad qualities, it's just like which was the most good or which was the most bad and it's kind of interesting looking at that. Um, I think too that especially like with us in school and future generations it'll help people if they really do take the time to research themselves um, instead of being force fed in public school education. Um, what presidents did or didn't do to help the United States, even from the beginning and with George Washington, um, that'll definitely help us as we become future government leaders and officials that will know how to um, lead the country. Yeah.
and in a biblical point, um, uh, are the leaders we need to elect are ones that like have faith in God, I guess. Like, we need to look for more Christian qualities in them, I guess, so we can support them and that they can lead the country more in a Christian worldview, which is what we want. I also want to point out, which was brought up in class today, what's the date? Today is the 15th. Um, sin nature plays a big part, and that no leader is going to be perfect because we all have a sin nature, we're all human, but we should do our part and support someone who wants the best for our country and tries to deny that sin nature as much as possible. That is our podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>